Hey, we're here. Hello. What's up? So what time is your midterm? Um, 2.30, I think. Oh, wow. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. So uh, today we're starting a little bit late on the uh, Foods and Dudes radio hour, uh, which might not end up being an hour uh, this week because Balthazar... We'll do our best. Uh, had his uh, his professor moved the exam from what to what what day? Um, I don't actually know. I think it was supposed to be next week, but he didn't he want to be up. here at that yeah. time, so he moved it to today, at a time that isn't the class. Yeah, and um, so now I have a midterm, and I had to go from a test that was before this to now a midterm on Darn. the same day in just a couple hours. So. It's a fun day for me. Yeah, no, that what what was the uh what was the test on? Um the test was for my history class and now the midterm is for this intro to forensics class that I am taking. Ooh. Uh would be interesting. Doesn't sound fun. Uh if it weren't for the fact that um you know, midterms that's never fun. So, I had a midterm last night. Um it uh it didn't go well. Um literally a third of the midterm was on stuff that is not even covered within the course. Um Yikes. that was covered in a previous course taught by a teacher who uh well, let's just say they weren't a good teacher. Uh but they passed everyone no matter what, even if you like just didn't do anything. Well at least that's half good like you didn't learn anything but you also didn't fail so yeah but i would have rather learned something especially that's that's true especially since it's now like this teacher this year is like oh how do you guys not know all this and it's like well i don't know if you speak to the people in the like it's it's a department class it's an ie class and it's like, I don't know if you speak to the, all the other IE professors, but there's definitely one that you should know doesn't know what they're doing and comes 30 minutes late to every single class. Yeah. Yikes. I'm um, not going to drop names. But I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, not every professor is good, but at least they're... At least a professor was bad, but still passed you. Uh... If if you remember us complaining the entire first semester, me and Hassan had a chemistry with a professor that was particularly bad, but he graded as if he was actually teaching us things, which is the problem that we didn't learn anything and we failed because he it wasn't even his own tests. He was just it getting was them the department from... Tests. Yeah, it was yeah. the department tests, which means him yeah. failing to teach us also made us look bad. So at least you only got like half of a bad thing where we were stuck with the full bad thing because then we didn't learn anything and we failed yeah it was rough yeah no i i didn't like it at all um but yeah so this week um i didn't really have the time to make a meal or a dish yeah Um, me neither so life is rough we might be trying to jerry rig something right quick um there are several vending machines throughout the building. We might we'll, have stuff. You in know our what? Bags. We'll review the vending machines in the building. We're we're gonna go we're gonna go old school on this one where we're gonna get some 
something that we bought literally last minute and review the packaging, review the thing, and, you know, maybe we'll do two. And you know what? I don't know. If you one day decide, hey, I want to get something from the vending machines. Hopefully you learn something. You'll know what not to get. Yeah, you'll know what's good and what's bad, and then we'll be doing a service. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna put on a a little a little while we uh, ooh do some stuff. We'll put on a uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little impression of what's gonna be happening. I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
town with our bikes from the sunset. Scream my name loud so I can hear you echo. I just need to let go, let go. Can you tell me what it feels like when this high goes? Where will I know? Passing by me with the window shut. Rearrange your frame, trying to get your picture perfect. But what you mean asking, is it worth it? Like, is it picture perfect? It made me so nervous. Light around town with the bikes from the sunset. Scream my name loud so I can hear you echo. We're back. We're back. That was uh, the impression that I get from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Tryouts by 90 Pounds of Pete. And Out of State by our good friend, Ian Blah. Definitely check him out. Definitely. He's the 100%. He's the most important. Um, Was that a knock? I have no idea. Um, It was either a knock or someone just died outside. I'll go go check real quick. You, uh, You introduced the foods. 
Okay, so um, we have two foods that me and Sean have chosen, and uh, one drink. So the uh, first food is uh, off the eaten path. Uh, Sean really liked that pun. Hummus crisps. They're like, I guess they're just hummus chips uh, made with real chickpeas. So that'll be interesting. Neither of us have had those. Um, there is, the drink is a pure leaf green tea uh, with a hint of full apple and ginger. And the last thing is uh, just strawberry Pop-Tarts. The uh, all reliable, as Sean told me when we were buying him. Well, yeah, everyone likes strawberry Pop-Tarts. Like, yep. They're the classic. They're, they're on the box. Yep. And all these things uh, we got just downstairs in the Campus Center Market. For less than like five bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be uh, opening them. and t- Well, let's do the tea right now because that's like Yeah, that we can one. do right now. It kind of has like a Snapple-esque cap. You know, you can hear the click, the snap. The nice little there's metal no, one. There's no, there's no fact. That's boring. Nice, sturdy glass bottle. Right. Little um no sampling little, cups. Little sample cups. Sample you cups. You ever go to like a Costco or Sam's Club? Like here, try a Where sample. Where did we get these? We had them. Well, yeah, but that that wasn't what I was asking. I was asking where did we originally I don't know. We robbed a Costco. Yeah. So uh yeah. We're gonna be trying the uh it smells like apples. Green tea with apple hint. Tasted like tea. With a hint of apple. Yeah, I mean, the label was pretty accurate. It was just... It smelled slightly like apple juice, which was definitely the apple. Yeah, it just tastes like green tea with apple on it. Oh, and there's a hint of ginger. I don't really get yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't really taste yeah. it either. But no, it's uh, it's good. It's a nice, cold, sturdy yeah. bottle. You can reuse the bottle, fill it with water, um, fill it with another tea, carry it around. Glass is good for that. Yeah. Um, Recycle. It's got 20 grams of sugar per bottle. So, like, it's not a soda... But like eighty calories. It still is a bit of bottle. sugar, you know. I don't know. It's not water. Yeah. The best the best thing to drink is water. And then the next best thing to drink is water. And then third best is again water. And somewhere down the line this is this is pretty good. Yeah. Um I I give it a I give it a solid eight out of ten twelve. On the patented T-Brox Mare 12-12 ring, ranking system. Yeah, yeah, I would give it around the same. Packaging is good. Uh, it doesn't lie to you. It's refreshing. It's pretty good. It's not. It's pretty, yeah. It's not the greatest thing ever, but it's. It's, it's pretty decent. good. Yeah, yeah. Would would buy again if I need to. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna open up the packages of pop tarts and chips, and we're gonna, uh, those are obviously going to be pretty loud so we're going to play yeah. some music so you don't have to hear us 
and this is a uh, it's gonna be from less than jake we're doing we're doing a ska thing today <laughs> Science of Selling Yourself Short by Less Than Jake off the Anthem album. Pretty good? Yeah, you know, it's Less Than Jake. Pretty sure they're from, no, they're from Florida. Yeah, you, from here. you're about to say that pretty sure they're from around here. You say that about everything. I mean, a lot of the times it's true because like yeah. the tri-state area is a cultural epicenter. Of yeah, there's a lot of people around here. The country. Like true. the Jonas Brothers. That is true. And Bon Jovi. And My Chemical Romance. And Phineas and Ferb. And the Giants. That is true. 
And the Yankees. And New York City. And New Jersey. And New Jersey. And uh, I don't. I don't think these. Oh no, no. These uh, these chickpea, chip chickpea chips, uh, are from uh New York. Oh wow! Oh my god! So yeah. So we got a. We got hummus crisps. They are rosemary and olive oil flavored. They're made with real rice, and real chickpeas. No, they're made with rice and real chickpeas. I don't know if the rice is real. So. But um, it's a try hummus chips, deliciously yeah. different from chips. Packed with rice, chickpeas, and a bright mix of oregano and rosemary and thyme, you'll discover a tasty new take on re- a real veggie. Are chickpeas a vegetable? I don't know, but it seems that I thought they were more like a peanut, like a legume, or like beans. Yeah, I'm look that up. It's from Off the Eaten Path, Snacks for the Curious. Um, Higher Classification Sicer. I don't know what that is. I think they're like a... Yeah, they're legumes. Aha. Yeah, so it's like a... It's in the category of peanuts and beans, so it's a protein. Yeah. I mean, isn't one of them literally called like a, like garbanzo bean? Isn't that a type of chickpea? I don't know. Uh, let's see what Wikipedia has to say. Yeah, its different types are variously known as gram, Bengal gram, garbanzo, or garbanzo bean. Wow, that's huh. a you learn something new every day. Cool. So yeah, um. What would you give? What, what what are your thoughts on off the Eden path hummus crisps, rosemary and olive oil flavor? Well, the first thing is that I really don't taste the hummus. Uh, no, not at all. It 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 tastes more like, like you said, like a little more like garlic bread. Yeah, it which is pretty cool, but yeah, it tastes like kind of like a stronger spiced garlic bread. Yeah, yeah. Which unlike the uh, green tea doesn't fit with its name. The green tea was exactly what it said yeah, it was going to be. Yeah, it was, yeah. These chips weren't, not that it was bad, but it's just, yeah, like, not it what it said. It isn't what it says, but it's not bad for not being what it said. Yeah. Um, looking at the actual ingredients, I guess it kind of makes sense because it was made with chickpea flour and rice flour and sunflower oil, which kind of, to me, says less that they were trying to get hummus taste and more of it they were trying to use hummus ingredients to make the chips which kind of makes sense because you can like there's a bunch of meals that use the same ingredients it's how you make it that changes the taste yeah like um peanut butter tastes different than peanuts yeah yeah or like a true. peanut sauce that's true and those have Pretty much the same yeah, ingredients. It's just oh, it's just a different way of making I cooked it. Cooked it differently. Yeah, but yeah, um, they're not bad. They're not bad. Um, I'm gonna go with a eight point five out of twelve on the pattern and T Broxmeyer twelve out of twelve rating system. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with an eight. Um, they were also just like the green tea. They were they were a uh, pretty good out of twelve. Yeah, but 
They're not perfect. But they, they, they did, I guess, lose a little bit of points of just the shock of like not tasting what yeah, I expected yeah. them to be. I wonder how it would taste if you had like hummus. I wonder if you could dip them in hummus. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're for hummus. Yeah, like uh, the when you buy like the little hummus pack, it yeah. comes with the like pita circles. Yeah, maybe they're like chips made to like replace those. Yeah, I don't know, but they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. Um, I could see myself eating these. Yeah, no, and they, I mean, like, look at the pack. Look at the like information. They're Five grams of fat. Uh. 170 70 milligrams of sugar 18 grams of carbs but that's They're two not grams Doritos. Of dietary fiber and 1 gram of sugar got 3 grams of protein pretty good for chips it's got some iron and potassium and calcium no vitamin D but no like as a chip it it's a healthy snack really like you see, like healthy. This tastes like, good. Yeah, it's definitely a healthy snack. Too. I would, I would, uh, would get it again. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely tell people like you should try some of these. Yeah, like if I like was in a store with someone, they're like, "Oh man, really want some chips right now." Like I don't know, they did some activity where like they're just hankering for chips, like like uh, air guitar championship. Or, yeah, or like, um, something, I don't know. They just won a chip eating contest and that's right. they're and, still and hankering they're like, for chips. And they're, they're like in the mindset. They're like, I need yeah. more chips. I would be like, hey, if they're in the store, I'd be like, hey, those are pretty good. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a new flavor experience that you haven't experienced before. Yeah. You could yeah. get Doritos again, but like, you already know what Doritos are like. Yeah, Doritos are pretty good. But like, these, these are pretty good too. Yeah, a little bit healthier too. So, so yeah. Um, our next uh, food item for the dudes is a uh, the classic strawberry pop tarts. Pretty uh. So yeah, you know everyone's probably had some type of pop tart. Yeah, and odds are it's strawberry or some are... sort of yeah. Pop tarts are like a, a really just low tier pastry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like so low tier, but I, until you said that, I like basically forgot that they were even. Yeah, you can get they qualify as a pastry. You can get them for like a dollar, in some places. Like it's a. Uh, have you seen the? Ha, ha, okay, so like, pop tarts. Like everyone knows the strawberry and like, I don't know, maybe the brown sugar one. Yeah. Right. Maybe the cookies and cream one. I don't know. One probably of the, the cherry one too. Yeah. Those are like the the classic ones. Have you ever seen the root beer? And orange soda flavored ones. Excuse me. Yes. No. I'm. I'm like, root beer and orange soda. Pop tarts like lo so low tier that they have just like a million flavors. It's like I. I'm gonna pull it up. I. On one hand, that sounds pretty painful. On the other hand, I kind of want to try them. It's oh my god. A &W root beer, and it was a uh, crush orange soda. Oh my god! It's even branded. Oh wait, they're still they're still they're available. still selling them. Yeah, I think so. I guess oh, we no. know it. Oh no! Amazon says they are currently unavailable. They don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. Honestly, uh, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it just 
it doesn't look too good. Yeah. It's like uh, Mountain Dew. They have like a million flavors and like three of the flavors are ever good. Okay. If you look up just the words, like if you go into Google and you type in weird P.O. It's weird Pop-Tart. One flavors. of the first, I mean, not, not it's not the top. The, the top is weird Pokemon and then like there's, it's like the fourth. Okay, see, I'm, I'm assuming I'm I'm assuming which, one of the top ones is like health related. Um, it's weird Pokemon, weird poems, weird poop, and then weird pop. Yeah, number flavors. three. Uh, that that's exactly it. Which I gotta say, if I was playing like Google Feud or something, weird pop tart flavors would not be on my list. Darn. Like I wouldn't have thought that. So the reviews for the orange pop tarts are uh the the number one review on Amazon. Overly sweet, the orange tastes like eating orange juice concentrate. And the root beer, like the syrup that one puts in a fountain. I was so hopeful, but really, Kellogg's missed their target on this one. I get the feeling that's literally what Kellogg's did to make them. They probably just took the syrups that make the sodas and just mushed them into the Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Well, this one was a one-star review. The second top one is a three-star review. My rating is because my kids did not like the Pop-Tarts. They shipped on time and arrived in good condition, but my kids tried one, and all four of my kids dislike these flavor Pop-Tarts. So, Pop-Tarts have such a, like, they're so low on the tier of, like, pastries that literally there are memes of just all the different weird Pop-Tart flavors that could be possible, like, um, Pop-Tarts Just the Crust. It's just no, a photoshopped okay. image of just the crust of but the they Pop-Tarts. Have, they have Pop-Tarts where the, the frosting's not on it. Okay. Pop-Tarts frosted water. Like, it's it's like a whole meme that because frosted. they have such weird stuff, Pop-Tarts chicken curry. Okay, that... see, see, look, you're looking at memes. Okay, but the watermelon, the watermelon one is watermelon legitimate. Watermelon is real. Yeah. Maple bacon, I think, is also real. The brown sugar it, unfrosted. Yeah, I've that seen that. Seems, the brown sugar frost unfrosted seems like a crime. Yeah, because like brown sugar is already not good. Uh, that and like the whole thing is dry enough. Yeah. So uh, I'm maple gonna, bacon. I'm gonna. I I found that uh, off the Eden <laughs> path is available on oh asphalt flavored. Asphalt flavored is available on Amazon. So I'm gonna add it to my wish list. And then I'm gonna read the first review. All right. Uh, Here's the very first review. Wow, it, it has a very it has more ratings than the the Pop Tarts did, um, and it has better ratings. Huh? Uh, I mean, the better isn't that surprising, but the more is surprising. Let's see, too small and too expensive. Um, it's just that the package is too small and it's too much. Uh, packaging issues. Looks like a lot of people don't like the packaging. Um, we really like these veggie crisps and have reordered them several times. The time we were a bit surprised at what arrived, though, while the order of Amazon confirmation there of both clearly stated 16 bags of 1.25 ounces each, what arrived was a single 20-ounce bag. Same content, same weight, same cost. These veggie crisps are absolutely delicious. Don't let the name... Looks like people find them good, too. Wow. Um, 
Wait. So wait. Are you looking at are you looking at a how big is this box of Pop Tarts? Uh it says family pack, so that 32 is 32 Pop Tarts. For the reviews. 7 bucks is only 4 stars. Um The the first review is 5 stars. Uh it's a really big box of Pop Tarts at a weirdly low price. Less than twenty cents for each pastry. Uh, couldn't pass on the deer. the The deal. Top three favorite flavors. It's just cherry. It's like the only three flavors they make that isn't like terrible. Um, some then makes a pun about pop tarts that it's not unpopular. Uh, and that was a. That was a 5 out of 5 by that person. And then the immediate next review is a 1 out of 5. Um, for Pop-Tarts. And it's... The first, like, couple lines are just... I don't usually give low scores. Sometimes life happens. You can't blame one person over the next. Like, these are just Pop-Tarts. It's not that big. But it's the fourth time they've ordered some kind of pantry food in the past five years boxed up in foil packs what can go wrong they were terrible there wasn't more than 40% coverage on the front I don't think this person really had pop tarts before because this is kind of what they normally look like yeah that's a pop tart like they they're not very covered very well they're not very good um this person got like I guess this person got like spoiled ones I guess what the took one bite and it tasted bad like spoiled and the next sentence is I thought they were spoiled so I fed them to my children yeah the next one is just as a controlled test I didn't say anything to the kids two of them shared a pack they both spit out after two bites why would you taste that something's spoiled and then suddenly decide hey I'm gonna feed them to my kids as a test so today in my house I was grabbing an apple for breakfast out of the the fruit bowl, right? And in the fruit bowl, we sometimes store vegetables. There was like, I guess, a cucumber or like a, a squash that was in there for way too long. Started molding. Um, really started molding. And I saw an apple with mold on it, so I just threw them out. But this person's telling me I should have got, I should have had children taste them to see if they were spoiled. Good idea. That's why people have children, right? Taste testers. So, yeah. The people really don't seem to like this family pack. Um, this person didn't like them. Well, yeah, why are you buying p- giant packs of Pop-Tarts through Amazon, guys? Like, that's probably why they're... Well, like, you can subscribe and, like... Right? Like, you go on Amazon, you can subscribe to, like, food. Uh, yeah, you can. a picture of mozzarella sticks i really love mozzarella sticks and like you can subscribe you save money and you get it every month yeah or like you can get it every week i mean more people seem to like these pop tarts than dislike them but the people who dislike it aren't really saying anything shocking like oh they were old oh they tasted bad like that's not not super oh they were pop tarts yeah So, uh, have you ever heard of the game Death Stranding? 
Yes, I have. I am excited for it. So, uh, today, uh, Hideo Kojima on Twitter put out a little video of something something oh, that no. you can expect in Death Stranding. So I'm just going to be putting it up on the board, on the on the screen, uh, through the through the computer. We're going to hear the sound. Um, it is of Norman Reedus, the main character, with his little orange baby, his orange fetus, his funky yeah, fetus. his little jar. Um, Infant jar. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know what Death Stranding is, it is a video game made by Hideo Kojima um, and his dev team. Uh, they are the ones that made the Metal Gear Solid series, and they worked on a few Silent Hill games. They were working on one before... Um, Konami decided to say, yeah. that's not a pachinko machine. Get out of here. He It was kind of crappy because he paid them a lot of money. I mean, he made them a lot of money. And, like, he had through, just like, some finished of making a new engine um, and like with his, com they are, his company. They're kind of yeah. known as, like, the most, like, well-done and well-known games. Some of the, some of the best games of all time. Absolutely. They're iconic. And uh, they fired him. And they took his games. Like they, they, they now. Well, yeah, they said that, you made it yeah. with us, so we're. They own the rights. Yeah. Like they like, own yeah, the rights, like, but then they continued. If you researched, like, if you researched anything here at NJIT, NJIT owns the rights to that research. Yeah. And as much as I understand how that works, it kind of sucked because then they immediately went on to make some weird survival slash battle royale slash microtransaction machine. Game. Yeah, it was. It was very bad. Everyone hated it immediately after they fired him. Um, so they probably thought, we don't need him anymore. He built up this franchise, so we'll just carry it on from here. Well, a funny thing about franchises and, like, companies making franchises for, like, game companies. Uh, I, I really love the story of Rare, um, Rareware Incorporated. They made Donkey Kong Country, the... 2D games, and they made Donkey Kong 64, Diddy Kart Racing, and Banjo-Kazooie. Now, Donkey Kong has always been owned by Nintendo. In the late 90s, early 2000s, Microsoft was like, well, we're coming out with a console, we need some, like, cool games, you know, and it just so happened that Rare wasn't owned by Nintendo, but they really only exclusively worked with Nintendo. Yeah. So Microsoft purchased Rare with the thoughts that they were getting the Donkey Kong license with it. And once the purchase was like done and complete, they're like, all right, we're going to make a Donkey Kong game. And then everyone's like, you can't do that. And they're like, why? You don't, you don't own Donkey yeah. Kong. You own Banjo-Kazooie. And they're like, what's Banjo-Kazooie? Granted, Banjo did become pretty popular after that, but... Well, Banjo was already popular. Well, I mean, even the more. The N64 games. They did do a decent job with Banjo. The it only just... the only game, the only new game that came out under Microsoft was Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, and everyone hated that game. And it's also a broken game. Back in game. Smash now. Yeah, now he's in Smash, though, so. Um, but yeah. Or also uh, Bungie learning from their... Their past mistakes with Destiny. Yeah, they they're like yeah. Destiny's our property. You're publishing it. Um, yeah, after but, so like they left Bungie, and now they own it. So Bungie for the audience is another game company. Um, they were creating the Halo games, 
which you probably heard of because they were another very influential game series, changed gaming a lot. Halo 3 is a fantastic game. Yeah, all of, all of them changed gaming in major ways. So Bungie was making those. Microsoft uh, bought the... Like, they, they went, okay, we'll pu publish these games, and they made a deal with them um, that involved buying Halo. So when Bungie, um, while they were working uh, on their games, I think it was at, right after Halo 2, they went, okay, we want to start making other stuff. Microsoft said, oh, no, you don't. Uh, these, like, Halo's making us too much money. You're going to keep making Halo forever because that's what your contract says. Uh, or at least until your contract expires, you're going to keep making more. Bungie went, all right, fine, but we're out of here the second that we're done. Um, so they made Halo 3, which, as Sean just said, was a very good game. And they... Halo Reach was the last good Halo game. Yeah, and they, um, they started filling out the paperwork to become Bungie become their own thing and not have to listen to Microsoft anymore because they wanted to make uh, non-Halo games. And so the problem is that Microsoft went, but we own Halo, so we're keeping that. Bungie wasn't super happy, but they wanted to get out more than... Uh, there's a very good book that talks about stuff like this. Um, yeah, I'll, I can probably watch a YouTube, like, 30-minute video. Yeah, um, but basically, he, they, they Bungie uh, wanted to get out more than they wanted Halo, so they just kind of bit the bullet and left. Later on, they made Destiny, another very major game, uh, with Activision Blizzard. And, um, but this time, yeah. they made sure Destiny's our property, you're just the publisher, and now they're making Destiny yeah. on their own. Yeah, they Activision went independent Blizzard's recently. not a good company. Yeah, they're not a good company, and... Um, Every week, we come back to Activision yeah, Blizzard. They're really not doing too hot. But, um, yeah, they... No, they aren't. Bungie uh, learned their lesson, and it seems that Kojima, that we were talking about originally, also seems to have learned his lesson... Uh, because he is now he started his own studio to make Death Stranding, um, and because the Metal Gear games, his original games, made PlayStation so much money originally, PlayStation seems to have remembered and kind of threw him a bone. And went, hey, it sucks that you got fired, but here's a blank check. Just make a game and we'll publish it for you. That's kind of how uh, Sony's been operating recently, like with God of War. Yeah, like they're just like so. Like here's a check. Um, we want you to make a God of War game. Uh, when Just have it's fun done, with it. it's done. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, recently, Last of Us 2 was delayed. Um, and, like, yeah. they're like, well, you know, when it's done, it's done. It's still gonna make us money, you know? Yeah. Like, I've and seen it's people, like, really been working out for them. Yeah, no, because, like... Because all of the games, God of War was amazing. Spider-Man was amazing. Bloodborne. Bloodborne was amazing. Um, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon is really good, but I yeah, I it. I did play it. It is very good. Horizon's a little weird because it's one of those where like, not everything is amazing, but the part that they focused on was great. The graphics and the combat is fantastic. See, the the most I have interacted with Horizon Zero Dawn is that in Monster Hunter, there's a special event quest where you uh, can yeah. get Horizon Zero Dawn armor and the Horizon Zero Dawn bow, and yeah. that's it. It is a good game. The story is good, the graphics are nice, and um, the actual combat is very well done. It's one of those games where 
um there's some games that like it looks like it's a crappy game but the second you get into like seemingly what the developers wanted to get right that's what it was um for example when my brother uh i i convinced my brother brother to play after i did and in the beginning he like the first tutorial story part i've seen the beginnings yeah rough yeah, he was like, oh, it's kind of rough. And then the second he hit the open world and got into, like, actually doing combat with the big monsters and all that stuff, then he was like, okay, so I can see what they really focused their time on. I might check it out one day. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. Also, like, um, Persona 5 is a PS4 exclusive. Or, well, PS3 exclusive. Yeah. Persona 5 is a PS3 game. Yeah, it's really weird. It's whack. Um, also, the Yakuza games. You're just like, you know, here you go, Sega, make Yakuza, and we'll put it on the Sony. But yeah, back to Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. Trailer. Kojima put out a little one-minute uh, trailer today introducing a system where there are certain characters around the world that are, I can assume, doomsday preppers or end-of-the-world yeah. preppers. I and believe from like, the little bit. He, he was really avoiding giving a crazy amount of story yeah. about the game. But, but they are they do seem to be doomsday preppers yeah, or something like that and basically uh any celebrity that has been in koji or any like game developer or anyone that has been that isn't part of kojima studios that has been in kojima studios in like the past year and a half or Pretty two much years any of his friends have been scanned into the game and turned into these characters this one specifically that is being shown is of Conan O'Brien's character. So I'm just going to put it on and uh, uh, let you see. <laughs> well, thanks for making the trip. I've always wanted to meet you. I know what you're thinking. Yes. Is that an otter on my head? Yes. Or am I just happy to see you? <laughs> well, both. Actually, the otter's a member of the Weasel family. I have weasels in my family, but... This is a video game coming brother. out in a month. <laughs> Conan, it, it, literally, Conan O'Brien is wearing an otter, like, on his head. And she's amazing. It's triple stitched. And I really hope that and text... He, there was, like, a text it, in front yeah, I hope it's in the game. of Conan. <laughs> See... So, right now on the screen, after Conan O'Brien talks to uh, Norman Reedus and his funky fetus, he's like, here you go, here's the otter suit. He and gives you the hat. It cuts to Norman Reedus with the otter hat on, in a river, just shaking his arms up and down. He's like lying on his back. And like, he's like, or he's like, like, like an floating otter. on his back like an actual otter. Yeah, and he's... Meanwhile, his little robot arm thing in the back is just like flapping around in the water, just splashing around. And his arms, it's like he's holding a shake weight, and they're just going up and down really rapidly. Yeah. And I and feel And then he like just like does like a roll in the water. This game is going to be I'm going to I'm going to call it now this game will not gameplay wise appeal to the wider general gaming audience like the gameplay is going to be whack well here's what happens with from what I know for the other Kojima games it has just enough to get the wider audience in but the actual story and gameplay he always does like a whole bunch of really See? really crazy stuff crazy new stuff yeah i get that with like metal gear but like metal gear had like the stealth aspect like you're a stealthy secret agent 
government spy trying to stop the sins of the Patriots or whatever. I only played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which is the uh, character action game about a ninja samurai. Um, yeah, it's a spinoff. Uh, a cyborg ninja. It's a sequel to Metal Gear uh, Solid 4, okay? That's it true, but it's, al it's also a spinoff because yeah. it's not about the main character of Metal Gear. But, like, the story's still wacky where, like, there's a Texas senator who's trying to stage a, um, a terrorist attack by killing the president of the United States in Iraq with a robot that is buried under the ground. And then he's going, he's harvesting child brains to turn into uh, PMC robots. But he's going to kill the president and then he's going to get power and then he's going to make it so the child PMC brains aren't even worth it. And like, it's quite the wacky story. Yeah. He does a lot of wacky stories, but somehow they, they tend to make sense once no, you actually yeah. go through it. No. There's a line in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance that is um, one of the villains is in front of all the child brains, and it's like, the the need for PMCs will skyrocket, just like the good old days after 9-11. Huh. Still goes 20 minutes over. I'm going to barge in. That's just the way it works now, guys. No Thanks. problem. <laughs> Hi, Connor. <laughs> um... And then, uh, but, like, okay, so what we know of the gameplay of Death Stranding is you walk around America. You try not to get eaten by ghosts. Um, you can pee. There's, like, you a can. pee meter and a pee bottle. Norman Reedus makes sure to avoid you seeing anything. If you try yeah. and move the, the, uh... Oh, and then he... If you try and move... You, yeah. yeah, if you try and move the camera to see what he's doing while he's peeing, he'll, like shuffle so you can only see his back and if you keep uh trying to do that he'll punch the camera that's a different character that will punch the camera is it uh yeah i remember seeing that and i remember seeing a tweet like i wonder if any of the female characters in this game will do anything like that uh spoiler alert they won't um kojima isn't um the best when it comes to uh gender representation in his games um hence the character in Metal Gear Solid Five, Quiet, who wears um, nothing because she quote unquote breathes through her skin. Then again, there's a lot of other wacky stuff and yeah. But some like, of the some of the other female characters that I know of, like uh, Meryl, are a little more decent. Yeah, some are better, but like she's better because yeah. she just she she would that character would punch you. Yeah, even if you weren't trying to do anything, or uh, she'd just punch you. Or the boss. Or the boss, yeah. yeah from Some of them, MGS3. it's really like a 50-50 chance whether they'll be represented well or not. It's a coin flip. Yeah. But yeah, no, this game, it, it, I don't, I don't, and then with this like otter suit thing, I don't think it's going to appeal to the general gaming audience, like gameplay wise. I know, I think it will because his name carries a lot of weight. Even if people have never played yeah. the Metal Gear games, people know who he is. But I do feel like people are going to bounce off of it. Like they're going to purchase it. And then, like, they're going to play, like, five hours, and, like, they're going to be like, I hate this gameplay. Okay, but yet again, uh, Monster Hunter is now a huge game in the West. Yeah. And that gameplay loop is, like, you go out, hunt a monster, you see what you get from the monster, and then you have to hunt that monster, like, five five more times. Yeah. There was another Jap uh, Japanese game that recently got big. That's like kind of been like a Japanese like cult classic in like a 
a classic game that is loved and beloved in Japan and like just this year is like getting big in America. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I I think I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember which game it was. It could be Dragon Quest. It, it might be, but I I feel like Dragon Quest like everyone's always known about it. Fire Emblem. Oh yeah, yeah, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem. That's like a huge game in Japan and has like never been in America except for like once on the GameCube. Yeah. And now like Fire Emblem the new one is like the biggest like was the biggest seller on the Switch when it came out. Yeah. It it is uh getting much more popular. Yeah. Um which is good cuz those games are good. Yeah. It's just that um Companies are like, Americans are stupid and don't want uh, Japanese stuff. And it's like, nah, people like stuff. Yeah. It's there. America and Japan definitely have two different audiences, but they're not like completely different. So, like, they could always cross over. And I feel like companies forget that a lot. The Like uh, Marvel versus Capcom, the ultimate crossover event. Amazing. Such great games. MVC is the best fighting game. And so is Tekken. Tekken's pretty good. Well, that's all the time we got for today. Balthazar's got to go uh, forensically study. Uh, Yeah, good luck to me. Yeah, good luck to you. Look at those fingerprints. Well, all right. Right, we're signing off. All right. Bye. See ya. Uh, next time, we'll probably be more on time. and uh, Hopefully prepared better. I don't know. We could do this level of, yeah, we can do this level of preparedness just like an hour earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good though. The chips, the chips and the the drink were the chips surprisingly a, good. The, the chips were a sleep, uh, sleeper, sleeper, sleep pinch hitter. Uh, I don't know what you're trying to say. The chips were good, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, all right. That's all we got for you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your weekend or. Whenever you're listening or to this. The rest of your day. Life. Yeah. And have a good life. See ya. Hey, this is Sean. This is Tyler. This is DJ J Magic. This is Kevin. Hi, it's me, Chris. Professor Connor Fleming from Pop Punk 101. Hey, this is Alex.